Howdy, folks. Welcome to episode four of Undrafted and Unedited Tales of the Glory Days. We'll be talking sports and have special guests to reminisce on the good old hockey glory days. I'm your host, P. Bwabs, and with me is my brother, A. Bwabs. Man, we've got a name. We're rocking and rolling now. We're on Spotify. We are really buzzing. How's it going, bro? Yeah, we're definitely on the upswing. It's going pretty well. It's been uh, it's been a minute. It's good to get back on here and chat. And yeah, it's been like a, a month, things, man. Yeah, we got a lot of things to cover. Um, but yeah, I think just getting that name in place is uh, was a big one for us. Yeah, we're trending upwards. Uh, I went to go check out our Spotify the other day, and we've got a five star uh, rating. So that was pretty pumped up, and I was pretty fired up about that until I found out it was uh, our mom that threw us the generous five stars. Yeah. So uh, at least yeah. at least we're buzzing with that. Maybe we can get our, our my wife and and uh, you know create an account for Peyton, and then maybe get Met on there and give us a couple five stars to boost up the ratings. Yeah, Mama Jude's gives us two stars. She thinks it's dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our harshest critic. Yeah. No, uh, no, but the name came about. Like, I think it's pretty fitting, both undrafted. We got a little bit of unediting. We joked about that at the beginning. And then the Tales of the Glory Days, we, we had Nate Pansell on. So I thought that was a, a good combo, a pretty long name, but a really fitting of what we do here. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, I think it is fitting. If, if we do learn to edit, though, we may have to fucking change our name again, huh? <laughs> yeah, maybe it'll be undrafted and edited. <laughs> Tales of the Glory Days. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But I think everybody's waiting for the Polish update. I know you've got a month worth of, of stuff, so hit us up with that. What's been going on in, in Poland land? Oh, man. Uh, geez, yeah, it's been, it's been two months here in Pol- Poland. <laughs> Poland land. Uh, feels more like eight. Uh, I'm I'm worn out. My body, you know, mentally, physically, everything's just just worn out. <laughs> uh, I, it's funny because uh, I've been trying to keep track of like all the funny stuff that's been going on, all the nonsense around the hockey. And uh, uh, but what's but hilarious is I think I'm just becoming like somewhat accustomed to what's going on here. You know, like something. Yeah, you're up expecting. Or- Dude, You're expecting it at this will point. Happen. Yeah, something fucked up will happen. And I'll just go, eh, Poland, you know, <laughs> like br- brush that one off just like yesterday's bullshit. Uh, so, so that's been kind of funny. Yeah, just getting used to all this stuff. I, it's hard to explain. Like, I, I feel like the best way to talk, and I, I've said, I've talked to this with a few guys who have played in Europe. It's like everything you think you know about hockey or life, like, just forget about it. You know, you have to come here with a clean slate, like just forget everything you've ever learned playing hockey. Like you're just you're just a new player now. You know, Um, it's just like everything is so backwards in in at least Eastern Europe, like what I've found, like, I guess a little bit similar with France. But it's just like, uh, okay, so for instance, I hurt my groin. Everybody knows that we're two months in. It's still fucked because (laughs) they just like I haven't gotten a break. So it's the start of the year. I'm hurt. I hurt my groin, and uh, team is going off to play a, a tournament in the preseason. And it was a three and three. So the coach is like, "Hey, you know what? Like your groin's still not a hundred percent. Like how about you stay back, and uh, and we'll make sure you get back to, to to health." And I was like, "Oh my god! Like Ruski showing a little bit of mercy. You know, that's crazy. I have my bags <laughs> packed. I'm like, I'm for sure going on the road. I, yeah, buddy. I, I'd be playing with a fucking broken leg probably under his his watch." But um, so I'm like, okay, that's nice. And then he ends up telling me, the assistant coach says, hey, you got to come to the rink over the weekend and do this and that. He's kind of naming it out for me. I'm like, ah, it's not too bad. You know, I'm not going to be sitting at home all weekend. 
dude, I get, <laughs> I get to the rink on day one, and our uh, our personal trainer is there. Dude, this guy <laughs> runs me through the absolute ringer three days in a row. I did the first day I was there. He's like, "Yeah, you got to do a uh, hundred squats, a hundred deadlifts, and a uh, hundred. Uh, we're doing lunges and this and that, bench press." Dude, I end up leaving the rink. I'm so sore. Go back the next day, bike this and that. I it was literally harder than going. I could have played a three and three. So, <laughs> yeah, you could have coasted for three games. Yeah, man, I, I could have played 15 minutes in a game and been fine. This guy ruined my groin, like set me back like for three weeks. <laughs> so then we come home and coach is like, oh, yeah, like must be nice to have a break, huh? I'm like crawling into the rink. I can't walk. I'm, I'm peeing like literally <laughs> I'm shitting standing up at this point. Like, that's how bad my, <laughs> my groin is. So I'm on the ice. I'm I'm. What's hilarious is, so I go see our physio guy and he wraps me up, you know, like that, the tensor bandage or whatever wraps up my, my left groin, which was the one that was bothering me. I go on the ice and I'm playing and I'm like, holy shit, like my right groin is killing me now because I did a hundred squats and I was like leaning to one side. All the plates are like falling off. So I'm like, holy shit. So the next day I go to practice. I'm like, yeah, you got to wrap up the other side now too. So this guy is wrapping me. I, I literally look like a mummy from the waist down. I can't move. <laughs> we start we start our first regular season game on that Friday, and I'm just like crawling through the, the work week. Like this, I'm miserable. All this to say, um, <laughs> still, like now, I, I, I it's bothering me every day. Like we just don't get time off. So Yeah, especially I'm, the I'm groin, getting... man. They, I'm waiting for you to say that they're going to hook you up to the Russian gas and there's IVs going in and out of you, green substances going in. You got the gas mask on, but not, not the case in Poland, I guess. No, but listen to this. So like Raf, who is our uh, physio guy, is incredible. This guy's awesome. Like so nice, so good at what he does. His equipment is insane. Like what he has available to him, I've never seen anything like this. Like the medical room and the stuff that he has is is top notch. It's like insane. So I get in there on the first day of my groin and he goes, "Okay, lay down on the table blah blah blah." And he pulls out like this this machine. I'm like, "Oh, it's kind of neat." And he go and he puts on like this mask. It might as well have been a welding mask. I'm like, oh, "Okay, fuck." And then he goes, "Yeah, you you want to have one too or are you just not going to look?" I'm like, uh, well, I mean, <laughs> you're two inches from my ball bag. So, yeah, I'm probably going to want to see what you're doing down there. So I, I put on this, like, big welding mask glasses. And uh, this guy's got, like, a laser. <laughs> and he's lasering my groin. And it's, I guess it's supposed to help, like, your tissue and all this and that. Now, <laughs> I'm kind of sitting there like, this can't be good for me, you know? <laughs> like, I, I'm pretty much putting my balls in the microwave at this point. <laughs> so, so, and, and he's like, he's right up in there. It's my groin, right? That's injured. So I, I all I can think about is I was literally a sneeze away from a vasectomy. This guy has a legit laser, like, and it's hot, hot to the touch. Like as soon as he starts lasering, like you feel it deep. Like it, it was scary. I'm like, oh my God, like again one sneeze away so that's hilarious and he's got like this x-ray and these ultrasounds he's doing all this work and it it truly helped like without him i would have been really fucked so they have all this equipment and our team doesn't have tape (laughs) like Like, like clear tape or hockey tape or like we don't have first aid tape 
no, you have to go get your own tape. I'm like, okay, this guy just literally fried my ball bag with a fucking laser. <laughs> and you're not going to give me black tape to tape my stick? Like, are you joking me? So, like, tape's, like, the hottest commodity. You have to, you have to hide it. Like, you have to keister it on the way in. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's literally like currency in the room. Like you could it's a sell, banned you substance could sell, in the room, basically, dude, the black could, market of tape. Yeah, you could sell your tape for anything in the room, like anything you want. You just have a roll of tape, like you're king. <laughs> it's so funny. And so I go and I go to the trainers. I'm like, hey, like, can I get some laces for my skates? The guy's like, yeah, sure, no problem turns around gives me a pair of laces i look down it's like 108 which is the size of the lace i go i I don't have small feet by any means but i don't have you know huge feet i'm like yeah do you have the size below he goes no i go what he's like that's all we have 108 for those who don't know like that's massive like Like, i I use 108 and i have like a double e foot like the widest possible skate Okay, so I tie my skates. Like, if I take I take off my skates at the end of the game, my feet are blue. Like, there's no circulation coming to the face. That's how tight I need my skates to be. So I put the put this <laughs> I put these laces in, and I have about like seven feet of extra <laughs> of extra lace. Did you and do the people, double wrap around the the ankle? Or okay, what? so we have guys that like do that around their ankles. Oh my team. gosh! And That's I a told faux dudes, pas. I'm like, yo, I would retire before tying the back of my laces. Like, there's so no what'd you way. do? Do you cut them? Okay, and, so and... you could cut them and like heat them up, but I always undo my top things. And and you know when like you cut it, you can never really yes. Yeah, it never gets the in the eyelets. little inlets or the eyelets, yeah. Oh, dude, it's a battle. So I'm like, you know what? I'm refusing to do this. So I tie my skates. I kid you not. And I would love to say that I'm lying. I I have 10 knots in my skates. It's like 10, 10 times I have to knot them. And then I have to tuck them into the like the side of my boot. Yeah, like elephant ears flopping out on the side. Yeah, so guys are like kind of laughing. It looks terrible. But I have to tie my skates between every period. <laughs> because oh I need my. them so tight. Dude, it takes me the whole <laughs> it literally takes me the whole intermission to retie my skates. It's I have to undo ten knots and retie them and retie ten knots. So it's like okay, I can either tape my stick, take a piss, grab water, or undo my skates this intermission. I have to choose. I can't do all of them. So yeah, here I am. I have like the longest pinkies right now, nails. It looks like I just have cocaine nails right now, but it's just because I need them to undo the knots in my skates for intermission. <laughs> or else it takes me, or else it takes me, t- twenty five minutes to undo. I'm like, oh my god, are you kidding me? It's it's just like everything is so backwards. Yeah, I, yeah. I think I want, and I always wonder what's a 108. They must have got like a wholesale discount on like just 108s or something. Like, there's got to be a reason why they only have that size. One size fits all. Yeah, I don't know. I have no clue. It's just, it's hysterical. It, we have some guys that are just like smaller than me. It's hilarious. I could, anywho. Uh, I don't understand. It's just everything's backwards. I told you this too. Every single team, I am not kidding. Every single team, including ours, has a number 69. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I the, noticed that. I noticed in that. In the whole league. And so we had a guy, we signed him late. He shows up. They put the stickers on his helmet, 69. I'm like, dude, you got to be shitting me, right? That's a joke. Like, that's straight out of Goon. Like, literally, in the scene, Goon, the, go, the guys in the stands, he goes, take 69, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> you know? I, dude, yeah, I you're, you're the goofball with 69 in men's league. You know, you know, you can identify, like, the the, the, cl- the class clown or the dress room clown just by that number. But yeah, it's a I, common in Europe. 
dude and this guy's like oh i've been 69 my whole life i was like oh okay like that's fine and every single team we've played has had a number 69 like it's just not even like funny around here well, at first I thought it was dupes. I texted, uh, well, I texted mom. I'm like, is dupes wearing number 69? Because he would be the type of guy to wear 69. But yeah, it's yeah. something he would do. Oh, dude, that guy. I should start writing down what happens to that guy in a day. Dude, we're going out before the game. This is yesterday. We're going out before the game. And uh, you know how we have like a glove dryer? So we all like dry our gloves after warm up and stuff. Uh, for, for people who maybe haven't played in a while, the worst thing you possibly have is white gloves. It's just brutal. Um, <laughs> Dupes comes out uh, before the game and he's standing there and we're all looking at him he's like confused and he goes does anyone have the wrong gloves and here he is and he's feeling them and it feels weird and he's pulling out all like the padding inside he's like oh I don't know like ripping out padding inside the gloves and then he realizes that he has two left gloves <laughs> and, he's there, and he's sitting there he goes oh fuck because he has two pairs of gloves and we're on the road he's like i brought two left gloves from home <laughs> so, so we're all dying and he's like he's just sitting there he's like i don't know what to do like literally two so he's running back we're, we're about to jump on for the game and uh we're all fully dressed we're in the hallway this guy's got two left gloves so we're dying finally he comes back out flying and he's like oh man like no, Marzi, guy on our team, fucked up and had mine, so we switched this and that. He's got his gloves back. And I look at him, I'm like, dude, you just ripped out all the padding in that glove, blah, blah. He's like, yeah, it felt weird. It didn't feel like my gloves. And I go, did you tell Marzi that you did that? He goes, no. So he ripped, <laughs> out, he ripped out all the padding of this guy's gloves and didn't even tell him. So oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man, he's like, he makes me laugh every day, something hilarious. And now he's at, like, we're at the point where we're doing video all the time, and Dupes and I just take so much heat. Like, we could not even be on the ice, and he would just, like, find a way to rip us. It's just, everything is our fault. And it got to the point where Dupes now is just, like, big league in these guys. Like <laughs> just They come in and shake our hands every day, and Dupes, like, just doesn't even get up from his stall. Just, like, shakes his hand, doesn't say good morning, doesn't do anything. He's just giving it to him. Oh, man, it's awesome. It's actually been uh, it's been pretty funny around here right now. There you uh, go. That, that's a couple zingers in there. I, I enjoyed that. But uh, I could totally relate to some of that clear tape. I remember in junior, it was a soap. It was a soap after games. So the team used to provide the shower gel, but it was it was like gold, like you said. I guess people were abusing it. So I, at some point, they would just give us the bag. You know the bag that they would put in the pump machines? <laughs> yeah. They would literally just show up with one of those bags of like that pink gel. Oh, it was the worst. It was the worst. Dude, okay, I I know I'm going off here, but we have we have soap. They they provide us like with these big jugs of like shampoo, and we went through the jug. Obviously, there's 30 guys using it every day. Um, and they haven't replaced it since. So we were on the road, and it was the first day we had been on the road since we finished the shampoo. And Dupes is undressed. He's the first guy undressed all the time. He's, like, ready to go in the shower. This guy could leave the rink in five minutes after practice. All I hear is Dupes, no fucking soap. <laughs> no fucking soap. He's losing his mind. And one of the kids, the kids is like, oh, like, yeah, we didn't have anything, but I brought this. Here, you could use it. And it's in Polish, and Dupes is looking at it, and he's like, this is fucking hand sanitizer. <laughs> <laughs> so he's all mad. Dude, we have a five-hour road trip. 
no one could shower with soap. So, like, everybody oh, man. It was disgusting. So, you're in the shower. I see the guy, one of the defensemen on our team. He's, he's kind of like a silly motherfucker. This guy's using <laughs> the hand sanitizer in the shower. And I think he thought it was soap. Like, he didn't read the thing. So, this guy's rubbing <laughs> it all in his hair, like shampoo. And he's wondering why it's like there's no suds or anything. So we joked in, in the bus saying we'd look back and Busy would be bald. <laughs> Just from rubbing, from rubbing the hand sanitizer in his hair. The Polish hand sanitizer. Probably like gas. We could probably oh, fill man. up our car. We could probably. Yeah, your, your explosion there. Yeah, we could probably <laughs> run on the hand sanitizer. Oh, shit. Well, my, my, uh, my month hasn't been nearly as exciting. Like, it's been a roller coaster for me, man. Like, highs and lows been crazy so like we left off last time we were heading to toronto for the wedding we checked out the jays game did the aquarium everything's perfect everything's dandy boom family gets covid then we shake that off and we're going back to work so everybody's all excited to go back to to our daily jobs after being off for for the summer and after a week work fucking sucks man so another low Peyton is 10 months old, so we start dropping her off at uh, daycare. You know, she's being a grown-up. We're all pumped up. She's starting to walk a little bit. Boom. My tear down my cheek when I drop her off at daycare for the first time. Then we go to a couple's golf tournament. Steph and I are playing unreal golf. She's pounding the driver. I'm making, like, unbelievable approach shots. We're unbelievable. We finish plus one, and we lose the tournament by one stroke. So it's just been like a roller coaster of a ride. And then it, it culminated with this week. Basically, a, a teammate of mine had to point this out and, and, and kind of like epitomized what it's like to be an old man and accept that you're an old man. So I went to go golf with the, the golf team at a par three White Sands. And this 14-year-old kid is dusting me. He's dusting me. And uh, I think it was like hold five. He, he drains a, a, like a 15-foot birdie putt and he does a massive tiger woods fist pump like right in my grill like yeah i've been three putting all day man i've been missing two or three footers all day and like i'm a i'm a i'm one short putt away from a putter throw and this guy is fist pumping in my face and i'm like oh my god and then i go home and i tell steph about it she's like you're just an old man just accept it you go to bed at like 9 p.m and you just traded in your car, your Subaru WRX sports car, for a Tiguan. Shake it off, bro. You're just old. So now I've I've kind of accepted this in my life. And um, as uh, Dan Dubois said at hockey, he's like, you basically pulled the dad bod move of cars, like going from the Subaru WRX to the friggin' Tiguan. But uh, anyways, it is what it is. It's not as exciting as a pulling update, but. That's that's life as a middle aged man. You sound like you went to war, man. We both <laughs> yeah, seriously. To war. We both seriously. absolutely battled. Well, it's funny because Steph is just like, well, the Tiguan's sick. She's trying to pump me up at this point because she sees I'm a little devastated. You know, I'm pretty sad moping around over the day. She's like, yeah, I, I showed my friends like your car and they said it was so sick and such a sick car. I'm like, who are your friends? She's like, well, my friends at school. I'm like, oh, the middle aged women that you hang out with at lunchtime? She's like, oh, yeah. And like two of them have Tiguan's. Oh, <laughs> cut even deeper, man. It's just like, oh, ouch, 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 ouch. So that's where I'm at right now, man. So enjoy your we'll, your we'll your lifestyle. You, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, tra- like, we'll trade you the Terios for the Tiguan. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyways, both extremities right there. you got the pro hockey life. I got the middle-aged man life, but uh, we're hanging by a thread. Um, today we're going to be doing off-season grades. We're going to be putting our teacher caps on, giving the report cards. We're going to go team by team in the Canadian teams only. We don't have all day and we're just going to fire off some, some additions, subtractions, and then give our input as we uh, start the season started uh, tomorrow. It's going to start tomorrow. So this is a good way to kind of finalize everything and, and see if our predictions at the end of the year are better than our predictions we did for the Nate McKinnon contract. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> We were not even close on that. Yeah, no, we were way off. See, this is where the editing would come through. We'd just go back and say exactly what he made. <laughs> yeah, because you said you said 10 times 8, right? And I said 9.2 times 8, and he ended up getting yeah. like 12.6 times 8. So maybe we, we could go we back. Gonna, yeah, we thought he was going to be on a team friendly. What a selfish fuck Nate McKinnon is, huh? As if he... As if he asked for twelve, are you kidding me? And it's a hundred grand over McDavid just to stick it to him, man. Just to yeah, stick just it, to to him. it to him. Highest but how do you feel if you're Kale McCarr and you're just like, wow, I took nine mil and he's like twelve point six? You're just like, do you think he's cheesed or he's just kind of like, yeah, whatever? Uh, that stuff I, has to go is, on is, in the room. Do, uh, yeah, I'm sure there's a little bit of it. Um, the thing is about Nate is he's been on that team. Friend. He's been in the best contract in, the in you know, he's paid his dues. He's been on a friendly contract. Now he's finally won. He's proven himself. He's saying, okay, you know, I've, I've done it for the team. We've done it together. Now I'm getting paid. Kale McCarr, you're taking a friendly, a little bit of a friendly now. He's going to get his money at some point. I, I just don't think that there's, there's too But I would argue, I would argue that he was on a team friendly because he stunk at the beginning, man. Like he signed that contract his first three years. He was a 50 to 60 point player. Like he only popped off later in that contract. So I would argue that he, he didn't say like, hey, I'm unreal. I'm taking a team friendly. He literally signed a long-term contract when he was garbage at the beginning. So yeah, I don't know. 50, 60 points in the show, dog shit. Well, I mean, for 6.5 mil. I've got three points in nine games in the Polish league. <laughs> <laughs> the GM won't even give us a vacuum cleaner. That's how bad Dupes and I have been. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I had to sweep. I have to sweep this morning. Have you ever swept? <laughs> Not recently. Not recently. <laughs> Buddy. I, oh. I, need to go, I need to have three hat tricks in a row to get a Dyson, I think. <laughs> is that the quota yeah fuck all right man but let's yes, start with i the... know what you mean i know what you mean uh the calgary flames so they have about 2.1 schmill and cap space left and, and a couple of key arrivals obviously we have huberdo kadri uh mackenzie Weger. you could even throw kevin rooney in there if you will and uh some pretty big departures gujo kachuk monahan and then we ended up extending andrew mangiapani for a three-year 5.8 mil um, what are your thoughts on Calgary in terms of their offseason? Pretty busy stuff. Oh, I think they made the biggest splash by far. Uh, I think Tree Living has done like such an incredible job. Uh, I mean, he kind of was forced into this hand, right, with Goudreau and Kachuk being like, hey, listen, like we don't want to be here anymore. We want to sign elsewhere. And, um, you know, Tree Living had to pull something out of his hat, and I think he did. I mean, Huberto looks incredible, by the way. Did you see that uh, exhibition games have started? And uh, he did that little spinorama to get around the D and set up uh, a nice little pass. But he looks incredible. Kadri, we know how valuable he was to Colorado last year. Him coming in, I, he kind of brings that edge like Kachuk. I don't think he's like as good of a scorer maybe per se as Kachuk might be. 
but uh, he gives that edge. Uh, you look at Uyghur, who I think Uyghur might be their top D this year. I certainly hope so after the payday that he just got. Um, yeah, he, he got a nice a little check. Ticket. For, for 50, those who've been uh, listening, we've been giving mil. it to Uyghur because we beat yeah. the Junior B Championship. Yeah, yeah speaking of sweeping, fuck. that's the last time I swept. Sweet. Hey, how are you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. Junior like B that. Championship, let's go. Good, yeah. Now, now yeah. he's wiping his ass with my Polish salary. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think I think he has like twenty Dysons in his in his closet. Yeah, if if this guy if this guy found out you drove a Tiguan, holy fuck. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> 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 he give it to you now. Who's no, I think now? you said it perfect though. Uh, Tree Living, you know, masterclass and wheeling and dealing. He was kind of forced in, into it and made like it could have been horrible. It could have been a horrible outcome. So I think he made the best out of the situation. I mean, the, the, I guess the only negative is his hands were tied a little bit. Like, I mean, eight years, 10.5 mil for, for Hubidor and an extension. I, it's like a little rich for me. And same with Kadri's deal, seven-year deal. Ah, man. Like, I mean, I get you're going for it. I get like you're kind of like forced because they came here to, to track them here and to keep them here. You had to make them happy and give them the bank. But that's not going to age age well in a couple seasons, I don't think. And and they better get it done. They better get it done this year or next year because uh, those are guys are on the decline. We talked about old man, and I already mentioned that Kadri's like me. Like, if he's anything like me, I'm I'm playing uh, 15 minutes in a men's league game, and my knees are sore. This guy's gonna be playing 20, 21 minutes in the show. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what what his body's like. The wear and tear over the past couple of years has been that hand injury might be a little bit nastier than we thought came back pretty early. We know what that's like when you come back early from a, from an injury. Um, so hopefully it all works out, but I I'm giving tree living a, a B plus and that's like a, a fringe, a, a fringe 80. And again, it's just because of the contracts. I mean, the team, if I were to describe it as a whole, it's solid. I think they're just deep in everywhere. There's no weaknesses. One through four lines, all six defense, you know, you have Markstrom and net, um, they are just, they're a contender. They're solid. I would not want to face them in the first round of the playoffs. And I think they're going to finish at the top of, of the standings by season's end. What would you give them? Yeah. Yeah. I think, man, <clears throat> I'm going a minus just because what they were able to pull off again, I, I feel you with the contracts. Uh, I guess we'll have to see how that plays out, but this could have been ugly for flames land. Like that could have been a really, really tough off season. I think uh, it'll, it'll all depend a little bit on you know Mangiapani. Is he going to have a season like he did? I think he will. Um, I think he will. I think he's going to get way more power play time. I think he's a perfect fit with Huberto. I don't know if they're going to start on the same line, but like he seems like a, a trigger man, and 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 Huberto is happy to dish. I think that's just going to be a nasty looking power play, and I think he's going to put up PP points all season. Yeah, I think Toffoli, too, is a little bit of a question mark. He could be that big guy. He's a sleeper. He's a sleeper. He's a sleeper. He's a sleeper. Um, so we'll, we'll have to see. Side note, dude, have you seen the Flames dressing room? Yeah. Oh, my God. That was hilarious. Oh. Going viral. How, but how could you picture Uyghur when, like, you know, because they, 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 if you don't know, they basically panned him as he entered the, the Saddle Dome for the first time. So they brought him into the rink. They brought him into the dress room. And their dress room is dog shit like dog shit we were in Dude, junior it looks b like locker they're rooms sitting on like yeah it looks like they're sitting on like church pews like, <laughs> they don't even have they don't even have stalls man imagine it's, being I've weaker though i've never seen this keeping oh a straight God, face weaker. yeah yeah he's good for he him probably added, he earned that dude, 50 he probably mil. added two mil yeah he probably yeah, added exactly. two million after seeing the dressing he was gonna sign for fucking 48 
And then he saw I, the dressing room and was like, oh my He must have a God. minor in drama in university or something because he put on a show because he kept that straight face. And he's like, oh, you know, he looked surprised, looked like it was it was good. But, oh, my God, he must have texted the boys being like, this is fucking brutal. Dude, I've there's better dress rooms at the Earl Armstrong Arena. Ottawa, <laughs> man, where we grew up. Dude, I've seen better like fitting rooms in a Zara in Europe. Their <laughs> fucking dressing room, it's terrible, dude. Well, they they're supposed to be getting a new rink, so maybe he's just banking on yeah. that. But yeah, the good do good they, aside on that. Do they have soap though? That's good. Yeah, in a pink bag. Um, <laughs> yeah, in a pink bag. Let's move Only on to just the. For men. <laughs> Edmonton Oilers, they're 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 a little bit in cap trouble, so they're uh, about six mil, six point seven mil over the cap. Now I know they made a move today. Uh, I know Duncan Keith's going to come off the cap. I know they have a couple things that they can kind of tweak to make it work, but they're in cap trouble nonetheless. They added in uh, Matthias Janmark, uh, a little bit of depth on D with Ryan Murray, and obviously the big catch was Jack Campbell. Lots of uh, departures though: Cashian, Sevier, Tourist, Duncan Keith, Miko Koskinen. And then obviously we re-signed uh, Evander Kane, Yamamoto, and Jesse Pujari. What do you think about uh, Edmonton? I I feel like they just keep banging on the same drum. It's yeah. just like you can't ask for any more from uh, <clears throat> McDavid and Dreisaitl. It's like these guys have given you everything they've got. And I understand like when you're looking at the cap, it's like, oh, dude, they can't really – their hands are tied as well, right? But it's like, man, is Jack Campbell going to do it for you? He hasn't been able to do it in Toronto. I, I, I just I can't see him as being the big deal breaker. I really love Yamamoto. I love that they re-signed Kane. I think Kane, it was nasty with McDavid. I yeah, think he's he a great fit. Be. And Pugliarvi, it's like, man, this guy's not – he hasn't shaped up to be anything that he was supposed to be. He was supposed to be this big, prominent prospect, and, and we just haven't seen it from him. I just don't see how they're going to make it any further than they did last year. And at that, I think last year they overperformed. I, I, I just can't see it. I need to give them a, a C plus. C plus. I, I, just, That's a call I from did. the parents, boys. That's a yeah, call from see, the parents. Yes, yeah, you're not hanging that one on your fridge. Nope, uh, that's not sure. making the cut. Well, you know what I compare it to? I, I find like Holland, Ken Holland is, is, is playing poker right now. He he gets he gets the Delta card, Texas Hold'em. He's got pocket aces. He's got McDavid, dry cell, and he goes all in right off the bat. The flop comes, it's a two, a four, and a seven, because that's the rest of the fucking lineup. You got a bunch of dusters. So then you get to the, you know, he's like, Okay, I gotta influence a little bit, I gotta make some plays. So he gets in the off season and the next card is uh, the turn is a, a Jack. Jack Campbell, see what I did there? Nice. And then the the river is uh, a king 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 <laughs> save that for the dad joke segment yeah yeah nice, so you know nice, nice. you know so now you, you've gone from a pair of an aces with a seven high to a, a pair of aces with a king eye you know what i mean so i i feel like he's improved a bit he 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 made it very clear very obvious kind of like in poker he was not hiding the fact that he was pulling a getting a gold like he was getting jack campbell no matter what i think we could have called that a mile away i think he's going to be a great fit i think at five mil i think it's a very fair paycheck so hopefully he gets them a little bit of solid goaltending apparently the Stuart skinner guy the backup is is quite the the prospect so if he can be half decent play 20 games and play solid i still think they're going to be at the top of the league and another guy that we don't talk about a lot is Oscar Kleffbaum, man. 
he was a D-man. He was a player. So he had that shoulder surgery about two years ago. He hasn't played. Is one of those nasty shoulders injuries, but he was like a power play quarterback. I think he had put up 50 or 60 points that year. He was their number one D. I haven't heard much about him, but if he can come back, <clears throat> kind of solidify that D, you have Evan Bouchard down back there now, Darnell Nurse, you have Clefbon, you have Barry, you have Ryan Murray. I mean, I, I feel like they're a little bit deeper on the back end than last year. Uh, to me, Duncan Keith looked a little bit lost in playoffs, but I only watched three games. Um, so I, I'm giving I'm giving them a a a B, a B, a 75. It's solid. Um, you said perfectly, Jesse Puyarvi. I don't know what they think. Like if you can't score with with Dreitzel and and McDavid as your center and wingers, I mean, you don't deserve to be in the league. And then the last reason why I gave a B is because we we don't know the Jay Woodcroft effect. They re-signed the coach. So let's see a full season with this guy. Let's see a full season with these this defenseman. Let's see a full season with the Vander Kane. I still think they're going to be at the top of the Pacific, and they're going to be pushing, but I agree with you. They went a little bit deeper than people expected, and they got a little bit lucky uh, in the playoffs and then obviously met a real team in the Colorado Avalanche, and we saw we saw their holes right away. Yep, and I think, uh, dude, Clefbaum, that has to be one of the best names in hockey, right? <laughs> yeah, Almost seriously. Almost all time. Seriously. Speaking of names, though, you said the backup was solid. What's his name? Stuart Sullivan? Skinner. Stuart Skinner? Yeah. Dude, there's no way I would trust my goaltender with the name Stuart. Like, there's just no (laughs) way. There's no way my starting goalie is Stuart. There's just no fucking chance. Oh, man. It's just not possible. So going back to your little analogy, did you do a little gambling uh, analogy for Kane there? Oh got, he's yeah, got, I didn't even make that reference. Shit, but he got paid got out. Tw- he got paid out from he's San got Jose. Twenty mil. He's got twenty Dude, mil. The guy, the guy, Dude. this guy is like elastic. He just rebounds back, man. He, he's he's never down and out. Buddy, Vegas is fist pumping. He signed his contract, and the MGM just absolutely <laughs> went bananas. The MGM just signed a twenty million dollar deal. <laughs> oh man, that's bad. That's bad. That's okay, bad. let's move over to uh, the Ottawa Senators. Yeah, hometown team. They've got about $7 million cap. Um, again, this was um, a couple weeks ago. I know they made some signings, so it might have been adjusted a little bit. Obviously, we have Debrinkat, Giroux, Tyler Mott, Cam Talbot as our key arrivals. And then key departures, we have Connor, Connor Brown, Colin White, Del Zotto, Matt Murray, Philip Gustafson. So both goalies, uh, two to three goalies from last year. Stutzel gets a massive deal, eight years, 8.35. Norris gets a massive deal, eight times, seven, nine, five. Matthew Joseph gets a big deal, four years, 2.95. And then you have Brandstrom there, uh, 900K. And then you have a couple of rookies that are coming up here. Shane Pinto looked really good, really Grieg. Jake Sanderson can be pushing the lineup. Lots of things going on with the Sens. What are you, what are you saying? Yeah, I think uh, I, it's exciting, man. I, it's really exciting time to be a Sens fan. I think Ottawa deserves it. Um, I love what they did in the off season. Um, I think it's this new trend of, of teams just no, giving no bridge deals anymore. Yeah, I, they're I gambling. I they're gambling. It. Talk about gambling, Dude, They're they're oh going all out. Thirty-two point five mil right now. Ottawa has invested in Kachuk, Norris, Stutzel, and Shabbat. And, and that's like, without that's a, without oh. signing um, Deprinkat, who's due at the end of the season. So I mean, right. they're going to be lot, pretty tough. A lot of money. It is. And they're they're throwing that throwing that money to Josh Norris. He's nasty. I I watched him a lot last year. He he's good. He's got it. But it's like, he's man, one year. When, one year. It's, it's crazy. gone are the days where these guys have to prove themselves. Yeah. And it's like, you know, 
it is what it is. It's tough to see Michael Delzato go because apparently he's got like 2,000 kills, so he's a good <laughs> locker room guy. <laughs> he's my age. We used to play against him in Toronto tournaments. He was nasty back in the day. but Yeah, what happened to that guy? He, was he so got good. bounced around a little bit. But um, um, but I just love it. Cla- Claude Giroux, I think he's still got it. I think he's going to love yeah, it. He looked in amazing Ottawa. in the, in the Dude, preseason the exhibition games. games? Oh, you, oh, they look man, nasty. Power play? Yeah. These guys, this power play is absolutely buzzing. I think it's going to be outstanding. Hopefully, Cam Talbot can really hold it down in the net. Yeah, he's and, hurt right uh, now, which it, is not a good start, but that's okay. We have guests of, uh, not guests of sin, Forsberg fill, fill in the gap there. So, F- Fill up the gap? <laughs> uh. Nice. Dad jokes um, galore to this episode. Anyways, I, I just think that uh, that they could really be, be uh, a playoff uh, playoff contender this year. Well, I, you know, we talk about Dorian pulling his magic. We talked about tree living earlier. And I don't know if you remember the first time he got hired, dude. I, I remember seeing him on camera for the first time. And and I felt like he was like a <laughs> a Chia pet, a defective Chia pet. You know those Chia pets where <laughs> they... You know, you put the seeds on the head and you put a little bit of water and like the hair starts to grow, like the, the grass starts to grow on the on the pet or the animal. So they used to be just heads. And I saw this guy on TV and like they touted him as an awesome scout. And I looked at his flow, man. And that's what he looked like. He like looked like his Chia pet that was on clearance rack because there was something wrong on it. So it just grew on the sides out of control. And it just, I don't know, like I don't have the best flow, but he has terrible flow. So that was like the first thing I thought about right away. And then he started talking. I'm like, oh boy, this is a goofball. He's a goofball. He's a bit I'm of a, a little... wiener. Dor- well, Dorian's and then I, I met him in person, eh? So I was ended up coaching uh, at Ray Friel. And we were coaching, I didn't even know, against his son. So we we're getting organized. We we're getting ready to go. And it was a tournament. And uh, we weren't sure who was home and away team. So I, I walk over to the other dress room and I knock on the door. And he ends up answering the door. And he's crushing a Timmy's bagel, and he's got cream cheese all over the side of his face. And I'm like, oh, my God. And it caught me by surprise because I'm like, I recognized him because he's been the GM for a couple years. And I'm like, holy shit. And I was like, do you tell him he's got cream cheese everywhere? He's got a mouthful of bagel. And I just asked him, I'm like, hey, um, what color are you guys going to go? Like, we have darks or whites, so let us know if you only have one set of jerseys and we'll just go the opposite. And he just looks at me, chewing with his mouth open. He's like... I don't know. I'm like, oh, okay. Is there somebody that would know? He's like, yeah, the, the other coach out there. I'm like, okay. So I shut the door and I'm like, holy fuck. This guy can't even decide what color jerseys these guys got. And he's trying to negotiate a trade for Stone and Eric Carlson right now. So he was like at an all-time low for me, man. The Chia Pet, I couldn't make a decision on jerseys and had Tim Horton's cream cheese all over his gullet. And um, that was like an all-time low but right now he's probably feeling pretty damn good pretty damn good he's probably walking around with a little bde around the, the, the streets of ottawa because uh to his credit he's he's made quite the change in ottawa i would say yeah yeah he has people have kind of given him a little bit of faith and uh i mean as unfortunate as as everything around ottawa and the ownership has has been i think him having a little bit more leeway now 
because the rumors were he didn't really have as much control as he wanted, even if he was the GM, right? He was kind of yeah. a bit of a puppet. So Yeah, and uh, he got rid of uh, Pierre Maguire, not in his ear anymore. Sign Dion, double Dion, sign Dion. Let's go get Dion. Dion's a free agent, man. Let's go get him. <laughs> <laughs> Loves Dion Fano. So can that guy. He had a little bit of more leeway. But I still think that they're, they're weak on defense. They need a little bit more help on defense. Like the forwards can be great, but if they're not getting the putt, puck um a little bit of issues and i know they've been in the, the jacob chikrin and i know they've been talking shane pinto for jacob chikrin but this shane pinto kid can play hockey so i'm going to give them an a minus solid very good i mean probably one of their best off seasons of all time in my opinion and um yeah excited exciting is the right word what do you give them as their final mark yeah i'm there with you a minus was what i had just, nice just gonna be exciting to, to have them and and they're fun to watch again it's like i you know, we're just moving forward. We're about to jump into the Leafs here, but uh, you know, as a as a diehard Sens fan, you fucking hate the Leafs. But God, like they've been so fun to watch lately that it's been like, you know, I tune into Leafs games. Yeah. Because the Sens were just so hard to watch for two years there. It was well, I think the Leafs versus Sens, we're gonna see a lot of overs on that seven six eight eight five. I think there's gonna be a lot of scoring in those games this this year. Not a lot of defense yeah, on both teams. Speaking of the Leafs, we're going to move on to them. They're they're a little bit in the hole, too, with cap. $1.5 million uh, over the cap. And a couple of subtractions. We have Ilya Mikheyev, Jason Spezza, who take his retirement. We know Jack Campbell's gone. And Andre Cassie, who, who ended up being a pretty good filler for them on their depth uh, forwards. They added or re-signed Pierre Engvall. Callie Yarncroft scored a couple goals the other day. Victor Mete, Jordy Ben, a little bit of depth defense. Uh, Mark Giordano re-signs. Um, Cup champion, cup dropper, uh, Nick Obey Kubella joined them. Uh, he's one that uh, dropped the cup uh, famously at the end of last year. And then obviously our huge additions or a huge change for the Leafs, the huge question marks is uh, Ilya Samsonov and um, Matt Murray in, in the pipes. What do you think about them? <laughs> yeah, the, the first thing that jumped out to me is the Obey Kubel. We have to, like, I wonder what that cup goes to because, I, like, I remember Dupes, my roommate, he won the Calder with the Marlies. And uh, he had it for, obviously, in the summer. And he threw a big party. I'm like, the shit that we were doing with that cup. I, was like, <laughs> I always wonder if they just swap out the real one for, like, the fake one that's I, in the Hall of Fame. Dude, they must. I feel like they have to, man. We were, like, playing hot potato with that thing. And uh, it's just – I can only imagine what that Stanley Cup goes through. All, you know, the booze that's all around. Yeah, we hear the story just... about, like, Malkin dropping it in the bottom of, like, Marilyn Mew's pool. And then you saw, like, uh, all the stuff that Ovechkin was doing with it and – yeah, it, it, it was see, taken on a down? Who was holding it at the bar and went, went fell, fell right backwards this year? Oh, I that, I th- was that uh, yes, yes, yes. Dude, he fell that, right he, backwards. Right. Yeah, he was yeah, hammered. Yeah. That was yeah, at the parade, um, I think. Yeah, I, I think uh, it's, it's so hard with the Leafs, man. I, and they have right now um, – uh, they they resigned Sandine, which I think yeah they did they did they well they needed to they played the other day with two forwards on on D they had Mitch Marner playing D and they had uh, somebody else playing D the other day so they had four regular defensemen and two forwards playing D so Sandine's like here we go payday payday they need D man yep I think this is the make or break year we talked yeah. about Austin Matthews contract coming up is he gonna resign um. It's just they, they have to do it now. It's the biggest question mark again is going to be the goaltending. There's going to be a lot of pressure on Murray. He's capable of doing it. We've seen it in the past. He was a little bit injury-written. Maybe he's back to 100%. We'll have to see how that plays out. Um, 
but again, it's I think they're kind of in the same situation as the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah. They can make as many small little changes as they want, but you know, their team is what it is. Their core is going to be the same and and it's just going to be whether or not they can do it. I love Sheldon Keefe. I think he's a great coach. Me too. I like him too. The players want to play for him. Um, that that series there where you see behind the scenes there um off the ice or whatever with the Toronto Maple Leafs. It's on Amazon Prime. It's it's a pretty cool watch. You could see like the yeah, interaction. Yeah, he He's pretty demanding, but he, yeah, he 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 expects respect, but you could tell that he earns respect as well. Yep, and they refu- they didn't re-sign Kyle Dubas, so they're saying, hey, this is your last chance. Yeah, uh, he's on the hot seat. Do. He's on the hot seat, and I think he's you know he's a great GM as well. He's tr- he's definitely tried his best. It's not like he hasn't wanted to to fix what's coming but we'll have to see with the Leafs I, I I agree he's got like the money ball shit going on you know he I could tell he's got like uh, a bunch of formulas and his excel spreadsheets because I I mean to justify the fact of of giving away or not re-signing Jack Campbell who was an all-star for you and played awesome for two years in a row to bring in Matt Murray at almost the exact same price I think it's like 0.5 mil per year difference is is beyond comprehensible for me and i know like if you look at the analytics people are saying jack campbell five on five number i think he was ranked 26 in the league in terms of his performance and save percentage and high danger percentage i mean you can go you can go in and out on all those stats but i mean matt murray bro they love their sue Grahan graujits and they think like it's going to be the magic sauce and you know there's been some times where he's had glimpses last year for ottawa but oh man to bank on that your job on that I like Samsonov. Yeah. I think he's a solid goalie. He 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 was up and down, but I think he has some great upside. I honestly think he'll be the starting goalie when it comes to playoffs. I think he will. Um, so I'm going to give as well them sign, sign Stewart. <laughs> 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 I, I think he's going to be. I think the team did, as an off season did a C. They brought in a, just a bunch of plugs, a bunch of, of fifth and sixth defensemen, seventh defensemen, and a couple fourth line players and they're banking on the big dogs again they're not uh, they're not budging on them and and they got a tough matchup they they put tampa tampa bay through the ringer but again that division is nasty man they're gonna have a first round matchup that's gonna be really really tough regardless of of you know uh, of the outcome if even if they finish first in the league they're still gonna have a tough matchup yep did you see that stat uh that zidano charles yes. retirement that now there's not a single active player in the NHL that has lost a playoff to to the Leafs. <laughs> that's so crazy. It's like 19 Dude, seasons. That is insane. Yeah. So that's maybe insane. that's maybe so. that's some bad juju that's gone though. You never know. Turn yeah, the tide. Maybe it was Chara char- char the whole time. <laughs> okay, let's move over to the Canucks. Oh wait, what was your grade for for their off season? Uh, yeah, I I said C plus. Okay. It's like. They're just trying to glue glue little pieces together, and I just don't think it's going to make a big difference. But we'll see. Vancouver Canucks in the hole as well. Cap trouble. Uh, some big arrivals. Ilya Mikheyev, four years at 4.75 mil. Ooh, that's tough for a team that's trying to be under the cap. Curtis Lazar, good guy. Andre Kuzmenko, who's like the big fish right now out of the KHL. That was a big piece. Um, he's kind of like Kirill Kaprizov a couple of years ago, apparently. Colin D'Elia is their goalie. Um, and then you lose uh, basic, basically Alex Chiasson, Brad Hunt, Yaroslav Halak. Uh, and then they re-signed JT Miller, Brock Besser, and uh, Jack Rathbone here. Uh, Brad Richardson goes unsigned. And, and like I said, the big rookie or the guy to look for is Kuzmenko. So what do you think about the Vancouver Canucks? I think they're in trouble. Yeah. I mean, it, it, the problem is, is like, 
I feel like they're in between. They can't decide whether they want to rebuild or oh. whether they're they want to go for it. Like they're not a team that is competing for anything right now. They don't have the money. They don't have prospects. Like yeah, they signed Besser, and it's like, well, is he going to be kind of still going at this high pace? They they re-signed JT Miller. JT Miller was nasty last year. By the he's way, he's been nasty three years in a row. By the way. But I, 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 yeah, he has. He's he's a sleeper in the NHL. People don't talk about him nearly enough. No. Uh, now is he just a trade bait? Because I, I truthfully think that they're going to struggle again. Um, I, I, I don't know how much it's it's Boudreaux, eh? Yeah, it's Bruce Boudreaux just resigned, and they were hemming and hawing we at know, the end of the season. Yeah. And he seems like a good guy. They did really well at the end of the season. Going to be like a defense, well, defense slash more flowing game, I think. But they don't really have the D to be playing like that. Like he played like that style with, with the Washington capitals, but I agree with you, man, they're stuck in no man's land after that bubble run. Remember they made it pretty deep and then they're like, Oh, we have a team we have, you know, so they pushed hard and then they're kind of like a middle of the pack team for me. And this Ilya Mikheyev signing is like concerning. I mean, you have cap issues and you sign him for just under five mil for four years. I'm like, geez, this guy's like a third, fourth liner. Uh, I don't know if that was the way that they could attract the other Russian guy, the Kuzmenko. Apparently, yeah. this guy's a stud. It was a, it was a five. It was a $5 million dollar tr- translator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the Kuzmenko. issue, right? Like this Kuzmenko, if this guy, yeah, babysitter, if this guy pops off, he's gonna want, he's gonna want bank, and they're just not gonna be able to afford him. So I, 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 I don't get it. I, I, I'm not a big Ilya Patterson guy. I think he might have had that fluke year. I didn't bank on him. He was available in our draft when we did a fantasy draft the other day. He dropped so low, and I'm like, should I take him? Should I take him? I stayed away to, uh, stayed away from him. So I don't know. I hope he ba- bounces back. But they just got on an awkward roster right now, like you said, just right stuck in the middle. They're not sure what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah, I gave them a C. Like I said, they they got to figure it out. They got to go one way or the other. Um, We'll, we'll have to see what their season's like. I don't know. I see what maybe, you did there, maybe too. Bruce there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe Bruce there it is would be uh, hey. going to be playing, and, and uh, we'll have to see. I, I gave them a C-plus as well. So a couple season here for the Canadian teams. And then we move on to the Winnipeg Jets. Oh, my, oh, my. 5.5 mil uh, of cap space. Key arrivals, they got Riley Nash, Nate Schmidt, Brendan Dillon. And key departures, Matthew Perot, Nate Thompson, Trevor Lewis, Derek Forbert, Jordan Be- Jordy Ben, Sammy Niku is still uh, bought out, Tucker Pullman, Laurent Brasso, and then they re-signed um, a couple other players. Um, and, but I, I'm a little concerned by them. Yeah, yeah. We know we've had a lot of Cs. They're not going to be a C for me. They're in the Ds. They're toast. Nobody wants to go to Winnipeg. <laughs> it's fucking brutal. Um I just I, I can't see how you're talking about the resigns. The resigned cop, Stastny, like that guy's a fossil. Probably a great guy in the room though. Uh, Pionk, this Logan Stanley guy that they signed for 900k. Um, they have a few young guys like Cole Perfetti. I remember him in the World Juniors. He was pretty. He was pretty good. Um, I, I just. I mean, and yeah, what's going on with uh, with Blake Wheeler? Do you, you have a little bit of insight on that? Yeah, so he got stripped the C, 
got stripped the C. So now they have Rick Bonus as their as their coach. Just side note, uh, Andrew Kopp, I put him in the, the the loss. He got traded at the deadline uh, last year, and now he's with with uh, Detroit. So that's my bad. I put him in the wrong box. Oh right, right. Um, right. but yeah. So so Rick Bonus comes in. And one of his first order of business is a strip Wheeler. And I don't know if you remember, but Wheeler was struggling last year. And he was kind of like, you could tell he was a little sassy in interviews, kind of giving it to the fans. And, you know, he popped off one night for four points and basically said like, yeah, I still got it. Like the fans are not behind us. And it, it was really like, I say like dark times for, for Winnipeg, like considering that when they came back into the league, everybody was know super fired up everybody seemed happy the fans were buzzing and then now it just seems like it's a super negative place like nobody really wants to play there and it's just like seems to be some conflict there with mark shifley and i don't know wheeler is now going to probably be wearing an a or maybe stripped completely but you know there were some other teams that used to do that too they did that with joe thornton in san jose they gave it to patty marlowe they also did it in la with dustin brown they gave it to Anze. So, I mean, I think he's a pretty professional guy. I think he's a pretty veteran guy. I think he's going to perform well, but pretty interesting move by a coach coming in and basically reassessing the leadership and just saying, like, this has got to change. Yeah, I think bad sign. Dubois wants out. Yeah. Hella buck. That, you know, how that much guy is, he is a goofball, man. That guy's a goofball. I don't Dubois? think I don't think anybody likes that guy. I think he's the type of guy that he's like the dressing room cancer. I think he walks in there, he's pretty quiet, just does his thing, kind of plays when he wants to. He did the same thing in Columbus. He must be so frustrating to coach, man. I I, I bet you like um, Tortorella must have been losing his mind with Dubois. Um, but yeah, for him to come out and basically say I want to play for the Tro- Montreal Canadiens, just kind of like a huge <laughs> fuck you to Winnipeg. <laughs> yeah but uh disgr- disgruntled captain red flag you know not really denying all the negativity mark shifley kind of putting on his happy face uh you know Hellepuck has cost me about 500 dollars worth of hockey pools over the past two years because he's been hot shit and i keep draft- <laughs> drafting him high um and then you have rick bonus who's basically a fossil behind the bench but you never you, <sighs> i don't know i don't know i think i think the novelty of winnipeg is kind of wearing off and I think a fire sale is is imminent in in Winnipeg. Yeah, I'm there with you. I gave Let's them a, a D minus. Yeah, I'm there. D, brutal. Don't want to be there. And then we have. I'd uh, rather be in Calgary's dressing room than playing <laughs> fucking Winnipeg. <laughs> oh man! And last but not least, we have the Montreal Canadiens. They're 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 in a weird spot too. They're they're in the whole ten mil uh, in terms of the cap space, but they're going to be have Weber and. They're doing all this like loopholes with Carey Price to get them on the LTIR. So that's going to change. Uh, some key arrivals. We had Kirby Doc, that trade on draft day. Sean Manahan, that trade as well. Evgeny Dadnov, um, basically a sign and trade. Mike Matheson from Pittsburgh. Key departures. We have Ryan Poling, Jeff Petrie, Shea Weber, Alex Romanov, who I think is going to be a big loss. Um, they also re-signed Chris Weidman, uh, Mike Pizzetta, Sam Montembeau. And then you obviously have their number one overall pick. Slavkovsky, what are your thoughts on 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 the Habs? Yeah, we knew it was going to be tough for the Habs. Like they're in this. I, I kind of like the moves they've made. I think Mike Matheson has kind of slept on on D. Like he's he's pretty smooth. He's like nice with the puck. Kirby Doc is going to be a little bit of a question mark. Hasn't really proved himself yet, but I think the opportunity is going to be good for him. They gave the captaincy to Nick Suzuki. He's a young guy. Is he going to be able to really? Uh, is he going to be able to really step up to the plate? They it's love funny, giving eh? their the, captains. All the fans, 
Yeah, the fans are like, he's got to learn French. But like, but you think they would learn this? Like they they almost pick like this this type of prototypical like quiet anglophone. Like they did the same thing with Pacioretty, Brian Gianta. I mean, they they I don't know why they just don't pick somebody that's a little bit more outgoing or like somebody that maybe has a little bit more French background. Like you're kind of suing this guy right off the bat. Their team's gonna be shit. He's gonna be a captain, young guy. I I don't I don't see the rush on on naming a captain, but. Anyways, carry on. Yeah, they did that. Um, I think like they have some big losses at D. You look at Petrie, Weber, Romanov. Like those are big shoes to fill. And then they got rid of um, who they get rid of deadline. Who was good for them last year too? And the cup run. Um, oh yeah, he Not was at um, he was with the Florida. Oh the man, we're gonna get chirped online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. He had a, he had a year. <laughs> yeah. He was a rugged defenseman. Should... Yeah, he was. He was good though. He was solid. Um, we'll we'll get back to that. And then we look at Slavkovsky. Uh, he's a freak. We saw him on the bike bike test. That guy's a mutant, man. He's just like Eastern European mutant. Probably loves two a days. Would, he would fit well would in uh, Ruski's. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. L- let him come over to Ruski's system and just go wild. Um, it's you know, there's a lot going on with with uh, with the Habs, and uh, I I don't think they're a playoff team. I don't think they will be for a little bit, but. Uh, they're on the upswing. Yeah, so we'll Hugh has got me in a pretzel, man. He, their their six defensemen are are absolutely laughable. Like I agree with you, <laughs> I agree with you with like um, uh, Mike Mike Matheson. I remember watching him last year with Pittsburgh, and I'm like, this guy's a player. So I'll give them that. But he's like their bona fide one. He is not a bona fide one. He is surrounded by Chris Weidman, David Savard, Joel Edmondson, Justin Barron, Jordan Harris. And probably Caden Gooley. That's that rounds out your your seventy. I mean, dude, I don't know who any of those guys are. Fuck, <laughs> that's tough, bro. Yeah. Jake Allen's probably yeah. like, might as well just give me an eight point eight fifty save percentage this year, boys. Like, holy shit, they're gonna be garbage. So that that puts me in a pretzel. And I, and I like Romanov. I liked him, man. And and it reeks of Sergachev. They must be kicking themselves to see how Sergachev came back and I think Romanov's similar style like kind of rugged not really fancy but he gets the job done um I I don't get that trade at all because it seems like he's a young defense who fits their profile I mean I don't know why they would get rid of him after they've basically been grooming him for the past like two years and and their top six like forwards it reminds me as if they were just in the third NHL expansion draft man like they have such a weird mix of like veterans, like bringing in Evgeny Dadnov. Like, why the fuck are you bringing in Evgeny Dadnov if you're rebuilding? Sean Monahan, I don't really get either. Like, you kind of don't really want him to do well. Like, you're on the Bedard train right now. I like Kirby Doc. I mean, nice, nice. He's gonna be second, third liner. It it just seems like they have such an awkward mix. And I saw Drouin playing the other day. Is he back in? Is he back out? I'm just totally confused by the direction of the team. Nobody on the the team excites me. It's kind of like running into a soft six at the bar. They're like the soft six of the Atlantic division, man. They're like super nice and super kind, nice to talk to and like nice to talk about and look at. And you're like, oh yeah, they have some players there, but it doesn't really fire you up. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They brought in Dadunov. They were trying to get the Russian that, uh, that Vancouver guy. Yeah, because Manko. <laughs> Fuck, we missed yeah, out. Yeah, because Manko. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. They tried to get the tra- they did the translator tactic, and now they're just stuck with him. So yeah, and they went I high know, risk hope, on hopefully. Slavkovsky. Like he's a risk in in the terms of like not being your the the consensus number one. I mean, I'm not saying that he won't be good, but a winger, a big guy. They they compare him to Yager which I find is a weird comparison because the game has kind of gotten away from the slow big guy. It's kind of now the big, the, the big fast guys. So anyways, more to see from him. He seems like a big power forward and hopefully he figures it out. But yeah, they, they've got me an absolute pretzel. I gave them, um, I gave them a, uh, a C. I went, uh, I went with the B because I think like at least they've, tried to make a few moves they're in trouble i'm not i'm not gonna lie they're in big trouble there's a few question marks but um <laughs> they're doing their best <laughs> <laughs> that's like when you go up to t- real, though, little like johnny t- and say good job good effort you did really yeah, good effort on this project you did really good effort on this offseason they got they got fucked by carrie price like i'm not saying it's carrie price's fault but it's you know that that was their franchise that was everything they kind of put their money in and and uh not having him around has probably been really, really tough on the organization. Yeah, and I mean that too. And I we might eat our words. Like, I mean, they still have Nick Suzuki, Mike Hoffman, Josh Anderson. Then you have Dvorak and Doc, Brendan Gallagher, um, Evgeny Danov, like I said. You have Armia on the third line. You have Cole Caulfield, who I haven't even mentioned yet. So, I mean, the, their forwards are pretty nice. They have some guys that can play. I, I just think there's, they are just fucking dog shit. Like, I mean... Oh, maybe Marty can suit up, huh? Honestly, he might as well. He might, it might, might fit well on. He probably could play D for that team, probably. Yeah. Ah, so there's, there it is. Our off season, our off season grades. Um, as we approach the the regular season beginning tomorrow. Good job. Good reporting. Good scouting. Yeah, it's good. It's exciting. Um, it's always nice to have Canadian teams that are kind of trying to make a push. I think it might be tough. Again, we, we talked about all of them, but um, yeah, I'm excited for the hockey season. I've got to start gambling. I've been ice cold on football. Holy fuck. I heard somewhere, <laughs> I remember watching one of those Spit and Chicklets episodes where they had that professional gambler, and he, he I took his words to heart. He said that football, in his experience, like 30 years of experience, was the toughest to gamble. He said it was so unpredictable. Yeah. Apparently, the easiest yeah. he was saying is the over-under on, on hockey games. That's what he said. So I found that pretty yeah. interesting. A lot of people try and parlay those over unders. That's that might be the play for the for the NHL season. And mind you, I got really absolutely noted. worked last night too by the Toronto Blue Jays. They lost game one. Uh, Manoa yeah. gave up three runs on the first, and it was basically see ya. Hey, how are you, Castillo? For the Mariners, the pitcher just fucking threw a gem, man. They could not get anything going. As soon as they had guys on on base, he just like dialed it in and. I had Guerrero for a home run, Springer for a home run, and I had the Jays win and. The only one I, I hit was Chapman getting the base. So rough night for me. Yeah. Redemption. Maybe don't follow our advice right now. Yeah. Not, yeah. not what we're ice cold, but, but we're on the up. We're on the up. We're on the up. We've got a Just name. Just like this podcast. Yeah. Just like this podcast. We've got the baby. five Let's stars. Go. We've got the name. Let's go. <laughs> we're on Spotify. All righty, boys. I guess it's about that time to send it over to our interview with none other than Joey Cheese Whiz Jeski. Um, so it's nice chatting with you, and um, we'll see you soon. On to Joey. We don't need no education. We don't need no thoughts control. 
Now we'd like to welcome our second ever guest to the pod. He rocks a quadruple XL fitted baseball cap and has had arthritis in his left knee for the past five years. Our sends correspondent from his futon couch in Limoges, Ottawa, Ontario. Please welcome my longtime friend and gaming partner, Joey Cheesewiz Chijeski. How's it going, brother? Hey, guys. Man, this is unreal. I feel like I won a special prize or something for calling in, and then you guys get to pull me in for something, but this is fun. Better than winning be the lotto, eh? Better than winning wow. the lotto. You even got me out of uh, chugging a hot tub by hand today, so this is perfect. Exactly yeah, you, you wouldn't want arthritis kicking in on your right knee, you know? <laughs> no, <that's laughs> Saved it. you a little bit of uh, body cripplement, if you will. Ex- exactly. We also have uh, Abe Wobbs obviously joining us. How's it going, Abe Wobbs? Yeah, really good. Uh, having a guest uh, named Chizeski just makes me feel at home here in Poland. Uh, all the, <laughs> true, all eh? the C's and Z's. Yeah, I'm learning, uh, I'm learning the language now. I started learning, so I'm going to be absolutely unreal at Scrabble. It's like all W's, V's, Z's. I'm just going to dominate. So good to have you there, Cheese. Good to see you, Thanks, buddy. Guys. Yeah, Cheese. So we've been talking about uh, off-season Canadian team grades. Um, and we know that you're the man, uh, the Sens guy. And while well, we have you on, what do you, what do you think of the off-season for the Sens this year? Quite a bit of things to be excited about, eh? Yeah. I mean, as a Sens fan, like anyone living in Ottawa, it's pretty massive to finally see them act like a big club and actually pulling shit together and pulling in the big names. I mean, some of them are old. Claude Giroux is not considered your superstar of the league anymore, but the Brincat really uh, surprised everyone. Yeah, I think. he's the one that's getting you fired up, eh? Did you get your Debrincat yeah. jersey? Did you did you take your uh, Alfie jersey and take off the name tag yeah. and put Debrincat yet? Like, what's, what's going yet, on? Not yet. Alfie's still my boy. I'm never going to... My Hall of Fame boy. I'm still going to... But I mean... You know, I it's it's nice to see the Brinkat come into town. I know it's via trade and not free agency, so it's not like if he had a choice. But hopefully, with all the signings that they've had lately, with Kachuk, Shabbat, everyone kind of sticking in that long term, and being so young, you kind of see younger players wanting to come play here. So yeah, it's nice to see. And a little bit of buzz, like obviously it's been pretty down in Ottawa over the years. We we talk about the Carlson yeah. Stone, all the the big boys leaving town and the arena debacle and, and all the other things that have kind it. of been negative. So it's finally fun to get a little bit of buzz. So if you were going to give them a report card grade, what what would you give them? Oof. We're using I, the A system, you know, not the level okay. system that they use now. The okay. A, B, C, yeah. you could even a throw point, an A-. minus. 3.4 GPA. Yeah, yeah, we're not using that. <laughs> <laughs> I would, honestly, um, I still feel like they could do a bit more, on, especially on the defense. They've been, like, you fought, like, with all the Twitters and all the – the tweets, let's say, of all the Sens fans in Ottawa, there's still you still feel like they promised so much. They promised so high. No one expected them to get expected them to get there. They got some players. Everyone freaked out. But now everyone's being a bit greedy and kind of still asking for more. And I'm just gonna hold on to everyone else and still ask for more. So, I mean, I'm still like on the A minus side of things. I still feel like there's there's capabilities to man. You have they PTSD, dude. You have PTSD from Papa and Mama Cheese saying, Joey, send my amoy, only an A minus. Exactly. Exactly. Just a slap in the back of Not the head. Enough. Yeah. Not enough. I never got I never got A's, man. Those I was purely <laughs> uh, I held I held steady on the B side. That's, B's, that's where B's I, for degrees. Yeah. C's yeah, for degrees, exactly. D's for degrees. Yeah, no A's it. with that melon of yours? 
No, man. A bunch of air. air. It's a bunch of air, yeah. Air Air and water. That's all it is. Joey's head is a a bag of chips, eh? (laughs) Yeah, I guess. Might as well. eh? But yeah, I mean, with with uh, I still I still feel they could pull pull in another big fish, land a big defenseman, and yeah, Jacob Trickern seems to be the guy that keeps popping up, and and it wouldn't well, surprise me if he comes along in in yeah. before the end of the off season. I read that he his house is like forty five minutes from. Don't quote me on this, but it's like 40, 30 to forty minutes away from the rink. Like this guy wants to be in Ottawa. He li- his family home is close. He he loves the young team and. It's a rink that has more than five thousand people, so I mean, it'd be and it's definitely... not called Mullet Arena. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think it would be an awesome fit. I know a lot of people are skeptical because of the left side, but anyways, left side defense is pretty pretty jam tight. But that's pretty good. And then my buddy Renz is usually on the pod, but uh, he's a big Habs guy, so here's your chance to <laughs> to kind of stick it to our buddy Renz. I know that we're all mutual friends, all gamers, so hopefully yeah. it sticks to the pod and doesn't transition to the Fortnite game. So what are your oh. your, your grade for the apps here? Slavkovsky, we have uh, Dandanov, we have Carey Price news. It's kind of been a weird offseason for the app. What, what would you give them as great? Yeah, and I mean, they got they got some pieces too. I mean, Kirby Doc was a pretty nice acquisition, but I mean, he's been on, didn't do a whole lot in Chicago, I feel. He, he wasn't the center they thought he'd be. Um, hopefully, he kind of, that fresh start kind of gives him a, a new uh, change in Montreal, but I I think he still has what a year left, or he's still a free agent right now. Don't they have to sign him? Yeah, he's uh, he's negotiating right now. I think I saw. Yeah. I don't know if it's for an extension. I saw something about a potential four year deal. Um, but I know he's near the end of that that rookie contract, if not an RFA right now. So yeah, he's going to be wheeling and dealing. I think he's a. I, I completely can't believe I forgot that. That was a pretty uh, dramatic move at the the draft. Uh, so yeah. final grade, what would you give them? I mean, they're they're solid B. I mean, solid B. I mean, their biggest acquisition this summer is what? Uh, Rim Picklet, uh, Pitlick to a PTO. <laughs> <laughs> did they get Sean Monahan? Am I am I going? Crazy? Yeah, they did yeah, too. Did yeah, but I mean, it was a, a salary dump. Like Monahan, I mean, it's exciting for him. I mean, he's a kid from still. I think he's a local kid. Played for the six sevens. He played for the six sevens. Yeah, and he was pretty big there. I wanted Ottawa to draft him at that draft, but. Yeah, uh, I think was it CC that year? It might have been. It might have been the CC draft, but yeah, he did have a hot couple years at crazy the start. Yeah, sevens for sure. Toffoli was there too. They were pretty. They were pretty nasty yeah. in, in in junior. But, um, I mean, he had a great start in Calgary, and then I think he was a scratch for most of the playoff run. And yeah, he was. He was, that... he was. He's been pretty banged up. I think his hips are being mm-hmm. repaired, if you will, uh, tweaked yeah. up, and you know. It kind of slows you down. He was already a pretty slow guy, but I, I see a bounce back there. I give that. I like the B. I like the B mark. I mean, they're they're rebuilding, right? So it's I don't. I think it's going to get worse before it gets better. That's for sure. They're dumping a lot of salary and dumping a lot of players. I and mean, it's I think, uh, it's a I think tough the division. fire sale. Yeah, the fire sale is still on. So Ottawa is definitely going to pass him this year. I think Renz would disagree, but I think for sure. <laughs> well, that, that, that leads us into why we brought you on. Completely, completely irrelevant to um, the the off season. We had a little segment, Alex and I, that we put together. And uh, as you as you know, I have a little little one about to turn ten months soon, and and Joey has two young kids as well. And he's been my mentor in the the papa division. So we yeah. put together a little segment, and it's going to be called 
Papa Jokes with Joey Cheese. Oh, shit. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, Joey's definitely the dad liaison to the to the podcast. He's probably wearing his New Balance shoes right now. Uh, just mowed the lawn. Just, I, yeah, did. Just, I did. Just mowed the lawn. His, mowed the lawn his, this morning. Yeah. His, his New Balance <laughs> shoes are green, completely green. Took from the care lawn. of that voice. Um, it's a pristine number three cut. It's very straight. <laughs> I just can picture your attire, the old muscle shirt, you know, the, the orange shorts, doesn't give a shit about style. Just just getting the job done, eh? That's it. Mustard stain, just just full dad. Moved out to the country, got a big corner lot. It takes me almost two days to cut that line now, boys. <laughs> well, here's Papa Jokes with Joey Cheese. Throw your hands in the air if you's a true player. To the honeys getting money, playing niggas like dummies. You got a gun up in your waist, please don't shoot up the place. Cause I see some ladies tonight that should be having my baby. Baby. Alright Joey, so this is pretty straightforward. Alex and I put together a list of three hockey or sports related dad jokes and we're going to fire them off one by one your job is very easy you're going to have to rank these bad boys out of 10 so at the end there's going to be a winner there's going to be a winner and you're going to be the judge of it all okay all right so alex uh, lost the coin toss off air so he's going to start us off with his with dad joke numero uno and then be ready to give it a score out of 10 all right cheese sounds good all right, I'll I think I, I'm, I'm going to start it off with a strong one here. I think I'm going to pick to Joey's brain, you know, as a little bit of fun one. So, Joey, uh, what's a dominatrix favorite sport? Okay. Kickball. That's good. I, mean, <laughs> I, I was, you know, <laughs> it's, it sparked a smile. For, uh, kick, kick, kickball's a sport. Come on, though. Yeah. I, I thought that was solid. Yeah, yeah I mean, that would have been better. Kick balls would be better, but it's it's gonna get a little great for me. Is it one to ten here? Yeah, out of ten, ten being yeah, uh, unbelievable. I mean, cracked a smile, but that's about it. So we're gonna go with a three here. A three? Okay. Oh right. my right. lord! I don't, okay. Alex. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't want to be mean here, but uh, I gotta have to second guess my jokes. I thought that was pretty damn good, <laughs> dude. For a dad joke, come on. Though. I thought that was pretty good. No, okay, yeah, but think you guys got to think back here. A dad joke is something you're pulling at a barbecue with fellow dads. Dominatrix is not really like a, a subject dads are kind of bringing into he's, the pool. He's a little sensitive. <laughs> he's had experience in his university days. Yeah, that's yeah. A, you, keep, you keep that when it's just the dad, not the whole family. Oh, ah, okay, okay. I didn't realize there was a setting. The guest is setting the setting for us there, Joe. Exactly. There. Yeah. Alex. Okay. Can't, can't so, flip burgers with a gag ball in. Okay, I got gotcha. you. No, all right. No all kick right. balls fair, when you're flipping burgers. <laughs> anyway, okay. you want cheese on their burgers? <laughs> Oh boy. Okay, so let's uh, let's hear Pat's um, number one, and I'm trying to play to the crowd here. I know Joey pretty well. So, what did the skeleton drive to the hockey game? A zamboni. It's <laughs> getting better. You know, we're picking up steam here. <laughs> Come on. I'm feeling. Like, I feel like I'm forced to laugh now. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> hold on. I gotta start throwing some of these in here. The crickets. You got crickets on there? What's that? Yeah. You got the crickets? I got it. I should have got the crickets. I got the this cr- one. Though. Crickets. Oh, there <laughs> we I see. Go. That, that works. That works. Oh, there we go. Or this can fill in for Joey. <laughs> <laughs> I should just do that every time for mine. Well, yeah. Like, 
feel like and I'm they on say the, we the... can't edit eh? they say we That's can't it. edit our shit yeah. all right what do you give a grade out of that for that one the Zamboni. Oh, i mean we're moving up here we're moving up in the scale so we're gonna go with uh i mean let's go with that four Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. We're still in the the lower percentile yeah, of, of what yeah. I thought, but that's okay. That's okay. I really hope we can hit like a nine or a ten next one. I mean, <laughs> all right, go ahead, uh, Alex. Okay, so I'm I'm playing to a, a professional athlete joke here, and yes, the okay. WWE is a professional sport. So, Joey, what happens when you touch Dwayne Johnson's butt? <laughs> you hit rock bottom. Uh, <laughs> all right all right all right yeah let's go uh, i was thinking more something along the lines of like rock hard or something yeah like me that, too you know? actually like, that's what i was thinking yeah oh oh so that's okay for the barbecue yeah I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah i could say I, I could talk about boners at the barbecue but not a dominatrix oh yeah shit. you know i mean well <laughs> he is from the mush you know he gotta they have different standards over there true 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 uh, All what right. do you give that as a grade there? We're definitely, we're definitely at a six here. Oh, nice. Nice. I like that. That's okay, good. so Alex sitting at a nine right now. Not too bad. Nine, I had a chuckle. One more round. I had a chuckle. Uh, my turn. Uh, what's the difference between Joey Cheese and the Arizona Coyotes? Oh, Lord. What is it? Even the Coyotes score every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Boys, I am married and I have two kids, so I at least scored twice. Oh, yeah, there yeah, we go. Yeah, yeah. So, but no, you hope. Good. Yeah, yeah. You hope. <laughs> well, I mean, you can only remember one, but he's 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 been told yeah. that it's been twice. You can see the pictures of my boys. I mean, they look exactly like me. Yeah, they're like rocking mom, the double so. XL hats right now. Yeah, they yeah. look like bobbleheads, eh? Yeah, they do. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's definitely a solid. Uh, Hmm, solid eight for the chirp. Eight. Oh, oh yeah, okay. let's go. So I'm sitting at a 12. You're sitting at a nine, Alex. Okay, I need a big one. Last here. one. You got to come in heavy. Okay, this one's more of a little bit of a long-winded joke. but So, Joey, last night I was watching ESPN, and it was women's beach volleyball. And three minutes in, there was a major wrist injury. Uh, doctor says I should be fine, though. <laughs> I knew that was going next. <laughs> come on, Pat. Yeah, come on, Patty. What the hell? Oh, no, I'm, I'm trying to pump myself up, not you. Get, get the edit. Get the edit. Oh, uh, you're getting a nine on that one, buddy. That was oh, good. Yes, yeah. yes, that's big. That's so wow. big. Oh, wow. Exactly so, what you needed. So I'm not gonna tell. I'm not gonna tell Joe the scores here because I don't want to bias anything. Um, no. But that's that's pretty big. That's My math skills big. are awful, so I can't really calculate anything <laughs> at this point either. <laughs> okay. I thought this one was pretty good, okay? Yeah. Why Why do the – restart. Why do the <laughs> – oh. <laughs> I'm fumbling. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Oh, my God. I just had a Red Bull. I'm shaking. Okay. Why do they say that Canadians are better than Germans at the game of hockey? <laughs> why? Canadian people have their A game, while Germans bring their brat worst. Oh. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> not every. <laughs> <laughs> See, even that crowd was like, <laughs> uh, yeah. Even the laugh track was not having it. It sounded yeah. better when I read it. I don't think the delivery yeah. was as good, but no. um, darn it. I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> gonna have to give. I have to give you a six on that, buddy. A six. Yeah. Oh. 
Joey would give you German. Joey would give you a nine, but it's not a nine. It's a no for the joke. <laughs> <laughs> Alex gets another nine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Alex, do you have toes. one more in the in the in the hatchet here or what? Fuck no, I got the dub. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to stretch it. So yeah, Alex, yeah. with a three, a six, and a nine, finishes with a total of eighteen. Pat with a four and an eight and a six finishes with an eighteen. <laughs> we got a tie. We got an OT. We've got OT and Alex is not prepared. He did not bring up another extra one, didn't you? But no, you said three. I brought three. <laughs> I do the bare. I do the bare minimum around here. Oh man. Okay. Well, you better start googling something because uh, I'm gonna go for the overtime here, and um, and then you're gonna go right after. So you have about uh, ten seconds to figure something out. Joey, you ready for my overtime? Let's go. Let's do it. Who was the famous sitcom character who loves hockey? Who? It is none other than Stanley from the Off Is Off Ice. <laughs> Dude, uh, that's worse than the Bratwurst, man. <laughs> that was brought worse. That was brought. <laughs> uh, brat. Yeah, like you, you went up. Went up all the way to eight and then crumbling way back well, down. The, to four. the problem is, is that I was looking at dad jokes and then I, I didn't know how the chirps would land. Had I known it would be more chirps, I would have put in more chirps. Yeah. And I mean, dad jokes with sports, I'll give it to you. You guys definitely brought yeah, them. We, we I didn't mean, have a lot of material here. I thought that was pretty not, clever. Like, I honestly thought it'd be something like, what did the janitor say when he jumped out of the closet? What? what? Supplies. <laughs> you get it? Yeah, yeah. You yeah, got I'm both trying. of you laughing. That That's a good. 10 for me. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. But I mean, we were trying to keep it sports specific. I know, you know. I know, for sure. Okay, give me something generous here. Five. Five. I already had yeah. five in. I knew you were going to give me a five. All right, Alex. <laughs> do you have something uh, Googled and, and kind of off the cuff or what? What's a dominatrix favorite sport? <laughs> <laughs> kickball <laughs> i thought you were gonna say like ball hockey or something at least to switch it up a little bit uh, yeah i was trying to, to to do something on my toes but it, it wasn't quick enough so oh, it, was a, it was a rough couple a couple nights for you okay yeah. a reused joke what do you what yeah. do you got for that you right back down to the same score he got originally which was what four oh, hey. And the winner walk. is Peebles wins by one. <laughs> close oh, match, man. close match. That was a close match, man. Well, that was fun. Well, I'm glad uh, we were able to fit you in, Cheese. Obviously, you're going to be uh, our return guest. Sure. Um, <clears throat> and I thought that was a fun way to kind of end the pod. Uh, so we appreciate you coming on and, and keep your eyes and ears uh, on the score in Sportsnet and. And listen to those podcasts so you can come and give in your two cents and maybe it'll be the cheese report moving moving forward. Yeah. I'll keep listening to you guys because I need as much help as I can for my fantasy pools coming up. So Yeah, I think that's going to be our next episode. It's going to be um, a little uh, fantasy draft uh, tutorial slash uh, helper slash um, 
investigative work uh, by Alex and I, and, and we're going to probably bring in our, our buddy on uh, that we both know, but uh, I don't want to spoil it yet because I haven't okay. talked to him yet. I don't want to put him on the spot, like but it. thank you very much again, Joe. And yeah, um, thanks, I hope you uh, enjoyed your first, uh, first time on the pod. Loved it. Can't wait to be back already. Took your pod cherry, eh, Joe? It was a pleasure yeah. having you on, buddy. I'm happy it was both of you guys at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good way to end. I know. That is a good way to end. <laughs> All right. Salute. Peace, Peace boys. Bye. Oh. Oh.